Good morrow to you all. You have fallen on bad times. Brought to you by the Royal Holloway Shakespeare Society. You join me, Theo Dudridge. And me, Subhan Hay, as we bear some bardy truths. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Bad Times. This is a very special episode because this is about a play that we've been directing, that we've been preparing, which is coming on on the 6th and 7th of November, so that's very soon. Um, Tickets will be on sale soon. And I've got Kate and Bianca from the play, the lovely Lynn and Adonia. Uh, Would you like to introduce yourself, Lynn? Hi, I'm Lynn and I'm playing Kate in A Sly Taming. And Bianca? Hi, I'm Adania, and I'm playing Bianca in a slide Taming. Amazing. Um, so, first thing I want to ask is, what was it like auditioning for the play? Mm. Would you like to go first? <laughs> of course, yeah. Um, I mean, uh, I'm a first year, so I very much got thrown in at the deep end. Within 24 hours of arriving here, uh, they were like, oh, Shakespeare Soccer holding auditions next week. Are you auditioning? And I went, yeah, I guess I am then. So, uh, yeah, it was quite interesting. At first it was kind of a bit of a, oh, what am I doing? <laughs> and then, yeah, it was really good. Uh, everyone was really helpful that I spoke to and gave me loads of pointers. Actually going in there, having like the text with you, that was really comforting. After three years of not being on stage after quite a long hiatus, it was just it was a really nice process and everyone involved was just so lovely. Yeah, I had a really fun time auditioning, and usually it's quite stressful, so... What about Mm. you, Adonia? Well, this was actually the first play that I've properly auditioned for, so I was kind of nervous before doing it, but it was amazing. It was really, like, it was was very fun, and um, I would say that the audition went well. I mean, you got the role, so... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I would say the audition went well. Um... Yeah, but I'm I'm just glad that I got the role. I I wasn't sure which role I would get, but I'm just really happy that I got Bianca. So. Amazing. Mm-hmm. So then you talked about that you had past experiences. You've been on the stage before. What were you in before? Oh gosh, what what haven't I been in? <laughs> um, basically, I come from a family of actors, so I practically was born just on the stage. Um, so I've been in and out of drama schools since I was like two years old. Wow. Yeah. So I've been in quite quite a bit. Yeah, so I, I've been in quite a few different things, but um, I kind of let the ball drop after I had some health-related issues, so I haven't really been in anything for three years, but um, I used to run a Shakespeare Society at a previous uni I was at, so I have some experience, but because of COVID, we weren't on stage or anything, we did a lot of Zoom productions, and as I'm sure everyone here was doing as well. Um, so yeah, it's nice to actually be back on stage. Mm, awesome. Um, I'm intrigued. Was there anything uh, in particular? I mean, it could have been the case that you just wanted to be in something, both of you. Mm-hmm. But was there anything in particular mm-hmm. that brought you to this production? It, it could have just been that, oh, you just wanted to be in Honestly, this. I would have to say the people. It was partially uh-huh. Victoria, my, my housemate, convincing me <laughs> to audition for it. But also the fact that um, I don't know, everybody in the society was just very welcoming and lovely, so I was like, you know what, might as well just make this my first audition. If I get in, cool. If I don't get in, cool. Like, I might mm. just, you know, but I'm just really glad that I got in all together, and, um, yeah, the, the whole, uh, the rehearsals are going really well, and yeah. I will definitely, I ha- have to say that I'm really enjoying it. Oh, thank you. And, and this is Vicky as in our treasurer, Vicky. 
Yeah. Ricky Green Armitage. Yeah. Right, he's playing Beyond Della. Uh, and what about you then? What about you um, to this? It was very much the same. I mean, the very first night I moved here, I went to the pub with Shakespeare Society, and it was our lovely Kate who introduced me to Supan. Oh. And um, I remember you. the first thing you said to me is, oh, you like Shakespeare? What do you think of Tame the Shrew? <laughs> and I said to you outright, I went, oh my God, I hate it so much. Yeah. And you, you were like, oh, you want to audition then? Went, <laughs> oh, is that me? Oh God. <laughs> yeah, and I went, you know what? This seems like, you, you explained the whole, you explained the slight aiming to me, and I went, yeah. I'm intrigued. I feel like a lot of people I've, I've been, I've talked to, I was like, we're doing Tame the Shrew, and they've gone, oh no. Yeah. But then I've said, no, no, we're doing it this way. Um, uh, I think I've told this millions of times, but I might as well have it on record. Um, <laughs> so I was the direct uh, shadow director for Hamlet, which yeah. is um, the play before the play, the last play, so before Measure for Measure. Mm-hmm. And th- both of the directors, Kate and uh, Eleanor Rutter, um, I asked them what their favourite play is from Shakespeare, and they said, Tame the Shrew. <laughs> and... <laughs> So I was like instantly, oh, you know what? I'm gonna put, I'm gonna do that play for them, uh, and I'd only s- s- uh, research what the first half of the play was. So like the whole Catherine, so I was like, okay, Catherine's a really cool character. I get why they like her, and then when I actually put myself forward to direct, I was learned about the trauma and the abuse <laughs> and the rest of the play, and I was like, oh, what do I got myself into? Mm. So I had to sit down and be like, how the f- how do I make this not problematic? So I'd like to think I've done that, but let's see how it goes. But yeah. Um yeah. so rehearsals and all that, how's that been for you guys? Intense in the best possible way. I mean Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's I I'd love to say that our cast is like one of the best casts I've ever been in. Oh, it's, like casting You guys are all amazing. Honestly, um not only is everyone incredibly talented, they're just an absolute joy to work with. It's like I talk to my housemates whenever I come home for rehearsals and they're like you're there four hours a night every single night. And I'm like... doesn't feel like it. It doesn't feel yeah. like it at all. I'd spend more if I could. Oh, yeah, yeah, me too. It just sort of becomes this, your life, but it's yeah. a good thing. The second yeah. you get home, you're like, I was there for four hours. Do you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it, it hits, hits the amount of time you that you're spending yeah. rehearsing. Yeah, yeah. when you're yeah. making pasta at 11 o'clock at night, <laughs> yeah, just yeah. like, this is my first meal of the day. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that really hits different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But no, it's absolutely, it's been an absolute joy and especially being a first year as well, coming to a new university after COVID and kind of, especially I've come from a different university as well, uh, coming and having no friends for a second time in a row. It's been so nice to sort of have like a captive audience to <laughs> try and befriend and it's, I've, I mean, we're like a little family really, that's kind of our little in-joke is our family dynamic, but mm. I feel yeah. that as well. Yeah. How you felt for Laura Hustles then? Um, I have to say that I don't think I've ever really felt properly at home yeah. with a group of people, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. We're like, like, yeah, no, I just feel like it's something that I will definitely be doing from now on. Um, I want to get more into acting. And for first, this is just fabulous. You guys are all amazing. Have you and not acted before? Uh, I have acted have before, acted but before. I just, I have not auditioned for anything before. Mm. So I've mainly, like, I've just studied acting here and there because mm. I did um, GCSE drama. Um, and then I actually, I study liberal arts, mm. but I've done a drama module every year. So I've done uh, theater and text in first year. Second year, I did uh, this 
theater and philosophy module. Mm -hmm. And this year they didn't allow me to do any drama modules, but I'm doing this now, so who cares? Yeah, pretty much the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, talking about learning, like, um, learning is an important thing to, to me when it comes to Shakespeare. And I think, um, personally, I've learned more about this any Shakespeare play from directing it yeah. than mm -hmm. I've ever studied. And it just makes me question, like, why do we slam Macbeth onto the tables of children and go, read it. Yeah, exactly. Them, you, know I mean, you have the wrong people teaching them. Yeah. You're supposed yeah. to be acting that out and having fun. I'm sure there are schools out there who must have, you know, been like, let's put on a production of Macbeth so that you can learn it. Mm -hmm. I just feel like not enough do Not that. enough schools do that. Yeah. 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 This is like my area of research. This is what I'm really interested in. It's Shakespeare and pedagogy. So it's like, yeah, it's really interesting to like, hear from perspectives of people who don't like necessarily study this kind of thing mm. and see how you engage with it because what I eventually want to do is like look into how younger children engage with Shakespeare because I had a very very positive um, upbringing around Shakespeare and it's really impacted my life in a positive way mm -hmm. and I think you can learn so much about humanity from the literature especially mm -hmm. Shakespeare because it's so well preserved so yeah I think it's really really important to like engage in the right ways because like this we understand what's going on and it's fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, Taming is not the most pleasant play <laughs> to <laughs> find fun. No, this but, variation is the way. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to act for. You yeah. did the yeah. right thing with it, Supan. Oh, thank you so much. It means a lot. <laughs> yeah. um, I hope so. I, I hope the audience feels the same. Um, but you mentioned, I think, pedagogy? Yeah. What does that mean? Um, like education, how we like, teach. Ah things to other people yeah oh that's interesting i didn't know mm. about that word <laughs> okay <laughs> you learn new things every day yeah. mm. Mm. um when i was uh, preparing this so i i, I realized there's traditionalist people you know mm. people who prefer shakespeare to be uh shown the way it was back when shakespeare was alive and then there's people like me who sort of look at shakespeare and go change everything um what do you prefer what do you guys think do you think Shakespeare is something that we should change to make it better to understand now? Or should we just do it traditionally? I feel like adding a bit of a spin on it is a really good idea, especially considering, well, the, the fact that times have changed. Mm -hmm. So I do think that it's suitable to adapt a piece. Uh, I mean, like, only if you're not completely changing it. But, no, I, I do think it's a good idea. And you also get like a lot more I'd say younger people and different mm. types of audiences that are interested in it rather than just the people that want to see the traditional Shakespeare piece mm -hmm. um so yeah no I, I think that it's a good idea to you know switch things up a bit yeah what about you Lynn? um well um I think there's value in both really I think I can see from a historical standpoint of like preserving what it was but also because Shakespeare has so many musings on humanity and what it is to be human. I think so much is translatable into nowadays, and it, you can learn so much from just... You just have to look at any sort of practitioners, like Brecht took Shakespeare, he took Marlowe, and he went, right, how do I turn this into um, a teaching moment? So, yeah, I think taking these very familiar... Because, I mean, Shakespeare, through social osmosis, has kind of become so ingrained within society that these stories are so universal to us now 
and we can use those uh, to teach very, very specific messages. I mean, you did an amazing academic workshop on this not that long ago. Thank you. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, talking about that, like, you're, you're talking about how Shakespeare is universal and all that, and mm. I think I talked about Harold Bloom in my academic yeah. workshop, who says that Shakespeare invented us. Why do you think that Shakespeare is so universal? I think because of the way that his works have been sort of documented, not many writers before Shakespeare had so much of their work collected. And I Mm. think that goes to show something about the way people connected with his work Mm -hmm. and the fact that the things that he writes about can apply to so many different people. I mean, they were trying to get the biggest audience like numbers they could get so he was obviously trying to appeal to very different people and a wide audience so I think his observations of just what it is to be human and how we feel and think as human beings is so just uniquely his Mm -hmm. and then people from then have been able to springboard off it but really the documenting those thoughts and feelings in that way on stage in a literary form had really not been explored in that real way before. Mm-hmm. Mm. Awesome. Anything to add, Adonia? No, yeah. I... Just, yeah. <laughs> that was a very good interpretation. Very like, that was just... Oh, yeah, thank yeah. you, guys. Um, I'd ask then, uh, is there anything that you guys have learned with your time at Slide Taming that you didn't know before? Maybe about yourselves, maybe about acting, anything? Hmm. Any valuable thing you can take away from your time? Hmm. I think for me, what I was struggling with when I first came into this as a project was I haven't ever por- like performed a full Shakespeare play before, let alone as a lead role either. Um, so I've done little bits where I've been in the background. I've played many background characters. But at first I was like, I've very much had bad like cognitive issues and like memory problems in the last couple of years especially and because I've been on hiatus from the stage for quite a while now it really was a oh crumbs can I actually (laughs) remember all of my lines but because of how intensive our rehearsals are and how many hours we put in over such a short amount of time it's actually become incredibly easy I mean you've seen me pacing in the corridor whilst you guys are all running scenes (laughs) doing this one monologue and yeah I mean I've committed that to memory in what two rehearsals of you guys going over scenes I'm not in no it's been inspirational seeing you because I have Mm. the same problem that I've not acted before Mm. uh, but I'm hoping to soon absolutely and I'm like Looking at you guys, like, oh, you guys can do it. I should be able to memorize lines yeah. as well. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's been great seeing you guys grow. What about you, Adonia? Well, I have, I have quite bad anxiety, so mm. I had never performed anything in person, if that makes sense. Well, I have mm. for, uh, well, I was studying drama, but uh, I've never done any extracurricular things. Um, apart from two audio dramas last year, one in which I wasn't part of, I was an editor, and the other one which uh, was an audiobook mm. uh, for the mm. Drama Society. They did The Little Prince, oh. and uh, we each recorded one chapter, so that was quite nice. Mm. Um, wow. But no, I was kind of 
hesitant to do something in person because it was quite new to me and also the fact that you know we were performing an entire play was just like wow it was yeah. overwhelming but in a good way mm -hmm. um and yeah no one thing that i would say i've really taken away from this is uh i think like the confidence to perform in person and you know mm -hmm. like just uh be able to put my all into something like working with other people and like we're all working to do something big and yeah it's just yeah, great. awesome i mean it's a similar thing for me like i've spent my life saying oh, i want to be a director i want to be a director and now that i've sort of done it now mm. it's sort of like ah oh, now what but yeah. now now i can sort of if i ever have like these moments where my mind goes you're not good enough i can be like no i am you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you guys can do that too, because I look at you guys, I'm like, yo, you guys, you've performed a whole Shakespearean play. Well, thanks to you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> but no, it, well, thanks to you guys, because mm. you guys have been such an amazing cast. And Let's so all shake supportive. hands and thank each other. Yeah. <laughs> we are shaking hands yeah, right now. We are now. shaking hands. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, it's, we're just so lucky to have such an amazingly talented cast and crew. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's, it's really been the whole difference, hasn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um, so, now that, well, this show is next weekend, and um, I hope that you'll come along and watch it. Yes, but please do. Please, could please. you come along? <laughs> but um, after this show's over, what are you guys planning on doing? Auditioning like, for another show. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah? I think I might actually think about going into crew, maybe. Ooh. Oh, next. that's cool. Maybe. We'll see. I think I need a break from line learning after mm. that monologue. What would you do for crew? I was just going to ask Ross. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know yet. I'll see. I'll see where they'll take me. Uh -huh. Yeah. Awesome. Amazing. Okay. Nice. Mm. I've heard publicity is quite cool. Mm. I think you should. You I, I, should I definitely do publicity. I was thinking about doing publicity because yeah, someone's just asked me before. So, I will either do publicity or audition for something or both, depending on the amount of time it's that I have. You, because you're so good at acting, but you're also what? so good at drawing. No, you're, you guys <laughs> no, check out Adonis' performance. I just really love the arts. I'm just. Yeah. I love the arts, you yeah. guys. That's what we live for. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm. I'm just so I I I love you guys so much. Oh. Honestly, it's just a podcast of us just. <laughs> yeah, I just have to spread the love. No, if this entire podcast was just our whole cast and crew, it'd be oh, I love you guys. Oh, I love you guys. <laughs> we gotta get Max on at some point. Oh, Catherine, Catherine. <laughs> but yeah, um. Supan, what's your favorite memory of directing Tavi? I mean, there's been so many. Uh, one, I really like the auction of promises. That, you are the best auctioneer I've ever uh, oh, seen. Oh, yeah, that's what it's called, auctioneer. Yeah. I did it and I was like, I want to be an auctioneer. That's a job for you, Supan. You'd yeah. be a good auctioneer. It was just so good. And like uh, getting to perform Tiger Hologram with Max. Oh. It was just so. Because here's the thing, I don't want to admit this, but like when I was writing this, I had fantasies of like whoever the lead would be, I would perform it with. And it actually happened. I was it like, did. Ah. And it, it was, was amazing. Brilliant. Yeah. very good night I don't think fantasy was... is the right word but <laughs> you just fantasy is a super I would fantasize oh god oh, we are not going there <laughs> but um, also I did um, I, I genuinely was going to say it. I did enjoy when uh, when Max uh, when you jumped on Max's back and you just forgot that you were there and you just went let me get my script and you just... <laughs> oh my god 
god, my life flashed before my eyes. I locked, I locked eyes with Jack across the room, who's the fight choreographer. I was like, oh, I save also, me! I also loved it. And maybe spoilers, I don't know, come and see the play. But when, uh, <laughs> when uh, you choked Max, yeah. and his performance was so good that Theo was like, are you okay? <laughs> like, Theo thought you actually choked. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, uh, Donia, what, what are your favourite parts? Oh, this is such a hard question. <laughs> I feel like one of my favourite bits is when we were learning the fight choreography mm. and we were just all over the place, like, what do we do now? How do we do this? And we were trying to, we were choking each other. And, um, <laughs> no, not actually. Not in a weird Sisterly way. Sisterly yeah, love. No, actually. <laughs> Sisterly love, yeah. Oh. yeah. But no, I, I love how we had to do everything safely. Yeah, but at the same time, be super violent. <laughs> Very intense. Yeah. Very what about you, Lynn? Any particular oh favourite memories? Okay. Uh, I think my favourite memory was the very, very first time we ran Act 2, Scene 1. Mm. Oh. And that same night, mm-hmm. it was, yeah. But it was later that night, and it's the day that Max had printed his script. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I don't think I've ever felt more in character than the half hour it took Max to re-put his script back together in order every single time he flipped a page. Oh, um, and I think that's the first time I actually worked with Max. We can we can make this whole segment about how Max is disorganised because I've just got a message from him. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> He's made a second Facebook account. <laughs> oh god! Oh my if god! Only Max today, <laughs> if only I mean... Max was here. Oh, you sent me a friend request. <coughs> I was so offended a few minutes. I was like, "Are you only just becoming my friend?" But then he sent me a message saying, "Oh, this is my second account. Can you send me the timetable?" Wow. Yeah, Thank amazing. You. That's our lead, guys. Yeah. He is a Chris Lowe. But yeah, I oh. feel like because that was my very first introduction to like. You know when you're working, when you're like, I don't want to say it's like a coupley lead because that's very not the dynamic of uh, Kate and Petruchio. Mm. But but you, you know, in real life have a have a sort of like it's it's like oh yeah. yeah it's a really mm. good uh, dynamic. Yeah, we've got me, Kate, and Max got a nice little dynamic going on. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so it's my first time working with Max, and sometimes that can be quite anxious working with like a new person that you're playing against, and it just. I nearly could have killed him that day. Just him with the script. I was like, oh, because I understand I, I how think, Kate feels. Cool. I, I think it was, it was either me or Jack. Jack was like, leave it. When when did you get this printed? It was like today. And he was like, you, you idiots. Anyway. I believe that the one thing that he, what was it? Jack says something so funny. He's like, just print it again. Just print it again. <laughs> I think Max. I said that too. I was yeah. like, just print it again, man. So um, no, it's a waste of paper, but... It's a waste of money, man. The, the Royal Holloway Shakespeare Society does not condone the wasting of paper. No, recycle, kids. Recycle. You could have recycled it, but anyway. Yeah, I, I think a script is still unorganised. No, it's it's still the act. It's still act two, <laughs> scene one. It's one page is backwards. To be and fair. every time, every time, it's just... I'll say my line and he'll go, Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, you're on his back. Oh, sorry. No, but, it'll drop me again. Yeah. The thing is, you guys are doing so much in that scene, you can't really read the script anyway. No, and the, I feel like I had an unfair advantage as well, because I did that in like the workshop we did. Mm-hmm. So I already half knew it. And we also, we did it in the auditions. Uh-huh. And so I, I sort of knew that scene, because I'm very good with duologues, not very good with monologues. Mm-hmm. So I kind of had it. Oh, we did do it in the, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah. Oh, um, oh I mean, I, just to make this interesting, what was it like, mm. <laughs> auditioning, when your director is on a laptop? 
<laughs> so for context, guys, I was so ill because fresh as flu. So yeah. when the auditions happened, I was just a face in the laptop. What was that? I genuinely, what was that like? Dude, I went way out of frame. I, I was out of shot. <laughs> I'm not sure if you saw, but yeah. I think halfway through my monologue, I just ended up going all the way to the left. Mm. And I realized this later. And I was like, wait, he can't see me anymore. <laughs> I was a bit like, uh, but I was just a face to the screen. But what yeah. about you? Yeah, I think I just got caught up and I was like, shit. Oh, oh, I was like, oh no, my director is on the screen. I have to get back. <laughs> I mean, I felt like I had a sort of unfair advantage because literally a week before we'd done like a monologue and general yeah. workshop yeah. and you were there in person. So I'd seen, yeah. So I was like, you've seen me act and it was kind of just about impressing everyone else on the panel. I was like, Palm knows, knows what I can do. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like it was more interesting the second time around when I was really ill in um, the Petruchio. And you still came. Yeah. Amazing. We just sat in the library for four hours mm. and I was just deathly ill. I remember Theo calling me being like, so can, can you come later? I was like, I don't know if I can get out of bed. But yeah, that was rewarding. That was a really interesting experience, I must say. I mean, thank you for coming. Yeah, I had a great time. Wouldn't be the same without you. All right, it was amazing having you two on this podcast, and I hope that you guys go on to audition and Mm. just... I can't wait to see what you guys do in other productions, and I can't wait to see what you do in this production. Uh, please do buy tickets they'll be out soon and this is for 6th and 7th of November and thank you very much for listening to this episode thank you so much thank you for listening to this week's episode of Bard Times and not in the words of the Bard I am ashamed that women should kneel for peace when they should stand for war